You are now tuned in to Saved and Woke. Yes, I am. What up, everybody? It's your boy, MSW. That's Mr. Saved and Woke, also known as Juan Enrique Tusay, here with another edition of Saved and Woke Afterthoughts. So this last episode, what I'm struggling with in 2020 was, you know, pretty somber for understandable reasons. I was letting you all, I was just being vulnerable and open about the things that I have been like, like I said, struggling with um, all of the violence that black people have seen and acted on us this just this year and the lack of justice. Um, I was and just dealing with that as well as the admonishment I've been receiving at church to to keep the faith and stay focused on 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 god's will and, and instead of my own uh, and just so what i will do today is just i guess re-highlight some of the some of the main points so i think one thing that's really encouraging and i want i guess i want i want this these afterthoughts to be encouraging because like i said it was pretty somber a pretty somber episode so i just remember that as we fight for justice and as sometimes we go through like the highs and lows of, of life in general but definitely in the fight for social justice just remember that god is more committed to his justice than than we are that is an encouraging thought to me like as, as committed as i am to dedicating my life for the advancement of social justice and gospel driven justice god is infinitely more committed to his work because this is his work uh than 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 we are and not only that but he is with us we are not alone we're not out here fighting by ourselves um, and just y'all, as you all listen to this podcast and as you all engage society, remember to keep standing and to, to remain steadfast, to stay, stay in your words, stay built up, stay in community. This is not something that we can do. We can do alone. Like, yes, we do have our heavenly father with us, but he also gave us godly community Be because you know being a believer is a personal decision that must be maintained in community that's what my pastor was just telling uh, me the other day and it's the same for any sort of work that 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 you're doing um, another thing that's that's pretty much all i have for as in terms of my afterthoughts for that last episode one thing i'm going to be start doing with afterthoughts is in addition to giving my thoughts or afterthoughts on the last episode also share my thoughts on more current events i think it'll be helpful and also fun because these episodes in particular for the remainder of this season were recorded a while ago and i i would like to share my perspectives on current events and so right now the election is going on i feel like every state right now like yeah i think early voting has started it's definitely started in north carolina and man talk about highs and lows like so sometimes at some points i'm feeling encouraged about the election i'm like yes man we're finally going to get some i guess retribution in a sense to be able to to vote out the this administration i mean uh, vote out this administration that I feel has done just so much injustice, so much harm 
and I mean literally has led to the deaths of 200, the unnecessary death of 210,000 Americans, over 210,000 Americans at this point due to the, the coronavirus. And so I get encouraged when I see that there are so many people who are like, man, I cannot wait to vote. I cannot wait to vote. And that that's encouraging because, you know, I mean, President Trump has made it clear that he is aware of the fact that if there's a large voter turnout that he's going to lose, which is why he's constantly talking about uh, voter fraud, that which, by the way, does not exist. Uh, does not it's not as wide it's not half as widespread and rampant as he would make it out to be um and he uh, specifically he talks about how um mail-in voting he calls it mail-in voting by the way to make it sound bad but like absentee ballots that's that's what he's referring to he says he talks about absentee ballots and mail-in voting like they're two different things but they're the same thing and it's also how he votes he himself votes um kaylee mckinney she also votes absentee um, but he doesn't want people to vote that way now because that would increase access to voting, um, mainly because, you know, y'all, it's, we got the COVID virus. People want to stay at home, want to stay safe. And so if a lot of people vote, vote absentee, then he is pretty certain that he is going to lose. And instead of going along with the will of the American people and respecting the vote. He's just going to say, oh, it's a, it's a fraud from the beginning to, or yeah, it's fraudulent from the beginning to set himself up to contest the results should he lose um, in November. And that is discouraging, not, not, not just in and of itself, but just the lengths that he's going, going to, like having a DeJoy basically handicap the postal system to make absentee ballots uh, less likely to arrive on time. And then just the, the stories I've seen, I saw a story one time, a story yesterday, it said that people were waiting 11 hours in line to vote 11 hours. And it said most of the people who had to wait this long were in predominantly black areas, which generally have less polls, less poll places in the first place and less poll workers, but recently have been cut. And also in Virginia, there was a story that said that some line was accidentally cut that shut down Virginia's voter registration system or Virginia's online voter registration system on the last day of voter registration, which is, you know, a lot of people wait till the last minute. So it's likely that most of the people who, well, a large number of people who are planning to register to vote in Virginia weren't able to. And so that stuff is discouraging. And it kind of, when you have so many peaks and valleys, sometimes it gets a little discouraging, but a scripture that my pastor highlighted that I felt was encouraging. Uh, He was reading from Isaiah 41. He just read a couple a couple of the verses, but I'm going to read uh, verses 1 through through 10. And so it's just to give some context, uh, God, this is a prophecy. This is a word from God to, to the people of Israel. And I think it still applies to us today because it reveals the character of 
of God and gives us insight into just how, like, no matter what's going on, God is at the helm of it all. So here it goes, Isaiah 41. Listen to me in silence, O coastlands. Let the peoples renew their strength. Let them approach, then let them speak. Let us together draw near for judgment. Who stirred up one from the east, whom victory meets at every step? He gives up nations before him, so that he tramples kings underfoot. He makes them like dust with his sword, like driven stubble with his bow. He pursues them and passes on safely by paths his feet have not trod. Who has performed and done this, calling the generations from the beginning? I, the Lord, the first, and with the last, I am he. And so what God is talking about here, he's referencing when he says, who is, who stirred up one from the east? So the one from the east is Cyrus the Great, who was the leader of the rising Persian Empire. And although Cyrus was a heathen king, God saying that he was the one who orchestrated his rise, who orchestrated him conquering all the other nations. So, so when he says he gives up nations, the saying, it was saying that God gives up nations before, before Cyrus. And basically it, should, it just paints God as the architect of, as the architect, and I like to think like the maestro behind human, human history. So uh, going on through verse five says, the coastlands have seen and are afraid. The ends of the earth tremble. They have drawn near and come. Everyone keeps his neighbor. Everyone helps his neighbor and says to his brother, be strong. I'm going to skip to verse eight. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the offspring of Abraham, my friend, you whom I took from the ends of the earth and called from from its farthest corners, saying to you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and not cast you off. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So there's all this crazy stuff going on. I think at this time... Israel was, yeah, they were in exile and they were under, I'm assuming, Persian rule and, or Babylonian rule. But I mean, the main, the point of this and the reason why this is encouraging to me and I, why I hope it's encouraging to you all is because a bunch of crazy stuff was going in the world that most, that more than likely would have troubled some people. And for like, for good reason, like would have troubled people, like nations were falling to this one guy. But God is saying that, look, I I'm at the helm of all this, like all of human history, everything that happens is either permitted by God or, or ordained by God. And so he's at the helm of it all. He is making sure he is where I work, making sure that all things in the end bring about his glory and bring about, you know, our benefit. And he just reassures his people that one, he is going to strengthen us. He will help us. He will uphold us. And I believe this still pertains to us as believers today, even though this was specifically to Israel, um, because God, and even in the, in, in the New Testament, Jesus reminds us and encourages his disciples before he leaves that he will always be with us and he will never forsake us. And he says, fear not, in the world you will have trouble but I have overcome the world. So be encouraged with that. The next episode 
of the next full episode of Saved and Woke co- comes out a week from today. It's a recording from the What's Next panel or the Now What, sorry, the Now What panel that I co yeah, co-sponsored and hosted along with you can call me Risha, uh, my girl Risha Mathis whom I've had as a guest on the podcast before like so if last episode was somber, this episode was so uplifting, so encouraging. Man, so like I felt my spirit was stirred just listening to to the panelists. Um, you can check out my Facebook or not my Facebook, but check out my Instagram feed for some info on who those panelists were. You'll probably have to scroll back a bit. And I'll see about posting some more information if I can get to it. But yeah, this episode, this next episode is going is it is going to be long, but it is going to be so so worth it, so so uplifting, so encouraging. So until then, y'all know what to do. Keep the faith and stay woke.